Yo, what is going on, Train Hard Live Strong family? This is your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Being Strong and Apparel. Ladies and gentlemen, in this episode today, we have someone so passionate and positive and loving within the fitness industry. Someone who created something so amazing to help other people not just achieve their health and body goals, but to bring out that inner potential, that inner happiness inside of them. Before we begin this episode and jump in, I want to talk to you all real quick. Fitness, working out, training, it should be fun. It should be something that you look forward to. Why? Because it's you bettering yourself. It's you showing up and, and releasing the, the energy inside of you, bringing out positivity, bringing out happiness. You should want to change your body because you love yourself enough to do so. And you should also be doing it in a judgment-free zone, somewhere that you feel loved, somewhere that you have positivity and happiness surrounding you, right? I always talk about uh, surrounding yourself with positivity, great people, good environment, right? All that greatness because whenever you go through a journey like this, you need positivity. You're going to go through some hard times. You're going to go through some stuff where you feel like what everything you're doing is not working and that's when the positivity around you, your environment, that's when it kicks in. Whenever you feel like you're going downhill and you cannot push forward, that is when the environment around you is crucial. The reason why I brought today's guest speaker on is because of how passionate and amazing uh, everything that she's doing inside fitness. She's making it fun for everyone. Not only is her program set to help people dance, move, and have fun inside fitness, but she selects and creates these programs by mood. So whatever mood that you're feeling you can go ahead and click that that series and you can do that workout. If you're feeling sad, you can jump in there and, and you can do something to release that, that energy or to, or to even just jump in more depth in that energy. If you're feeling happy, if you're feeling energetic or euphoric, whatever you're feeling, she has these moods set in stone. Now, she'll talk more in depth in this episode, but I want to first and just, I just want to say this first. Why? Because it's important to have fun inside of fitness, y'all. If you have fun inside of fitness, you will look forward to it. And every day you get up and grind, it's not going to be dreadful. You're going to love it. So go check out On Beat Fit on, on uh, Instagram or you can go to workouts.onbeatfitness.com and check out the program. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and let's jump in this episode. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations, and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, and today we have a very unique guest speaker on the show. Seriously, the things that she's doing with inside her career and with fitness alone and combining that with music and dance, truly, truly so energetic and positive and it's very very fun and with me i've always talked about the mindset portion and how fitness should be fun and our guest speaker today truly truly does that the owner and founder of on beat fitness our guest speaker today katie Caston. hey katie how you doing i'm great oh my gosh that was the craziest intro of my life thank you ah. so, <laughs> so good i'm like is that the rest of the podcast like is that how it's gonna go because that was so good okay awesome hi guys yeah thanks yeah. for having me absolutely so it's like i said before it's uh what you do is so cool that's why you deserve a good intro you know because what you're doing is powerful it's fun it's uh energetic and it's, it's truly amazing i, I love it Oh, thank you so much. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, very excited to have you on. So for everyone who doesn't know who Katie is, who doesn't know what Ambient Fitness mm-hmm. is and stuff like that, real quick, can you give like a nice little background of, of, of who you are and kind of just what started on Beat Fitness? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so my name is Katie, obviously. And um, yeah, I'm the owner and founder of On Beat Fitness. I've been, I've been teaching fitness, primarily yoga for the last four and a half years, but I recently launched On Beat actually January 25th. 
of this year of 2020. Um, so interestingly enough, um, I launched technically four days before the start of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So launching a business and navigating um, a new startup company in the midst of the pandemic has been <laughs> interesting, but it's been awesome. And I think OnBeat speaks volumes to what people really need right now, which is yes. connection and fun and positivity. So basically what we do is we link music and movement together. So I have DJed in the past. When I started teaching fitness is when I started DJing and I fused those two um, components together. So essentially we match our movements with the music to where you will do a certain amount of reps with the beat. So you don't even have to count repetitions. You just listen to the beat of the music and you move accordingly. And it makes it ridiculously fun. It adds more of like a dance component into it. But contrary to popular belief, like I am not a dancer. I played ice hockey. I played basketball. I played volleyball. (laughs) But somehow, somewhere I ended up doing this. And we also threw a little booty shaking in there because why not? You got to smile when you uh, when you do it, and there's no better way to smile than to booty shake. I'm pretty sure. Yes, yes, and it brings <laughs> it brings a lot of smiles to people watching too. So um, for sure, I think it's so cool. So one thing that I thought was funny because we talked the other day too is uh, mm-hmm. you created this and you created like the sync with music and the beat because you hate yeah. counting repetition. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's something really monotonous and boring about just. Fitness, I, I, I remember specifically being uh-huh. in a yoga sculpt class, a yoga sculpt. And do you know um, Enya? Does that ring a bell, the artist? And you said Enya? Enya, yeah. If you heard it, you would know immediately. Like, okay, it's then just, no. It's just like this weird classical music that okay. just, it did not fit the vibe of the class. Like we were literally doing burpees. We were doing bicep curls in this oh. yoga sculpt class. And there was just like this weird classical music going on in the background. And I remember looking around being like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Yeah, like what is happening right now? (laughs) Like the music didn't match the mood in the room. Like I remember the lady being like, how are you feeling? And I'd be like, I I feel like I should be feeling relaxed right Right, now. Like I'm so confused. And yeah, so I'm like, okay, well, I want the music in my classes to match my mood right right and i want to move with the music and that also like i said took the took having to keep myself accountable when counting out of it because i'm not no longer sitting there being like okay i have to do 12 reps of this thing i'm just listening to the music and waiting for the music to cue me for the next movement Mm. and that has been really wonderful because i often find and probably like many of us out there by like rep number seven or six i'm like wait was am i on rep number five right. like am i on rep i can't remember uh-huh. I mean, have you done that Matt? Oh, many times <laughs> many times and it's funny because like i do i run boot camps and sometimes uh, i prefer uh timed events i love timed events yeah. and so did like my, yeah. my my boot campers but uh yeah. whenever i throw in some repetitions in there sometimes and, uh, and I get that a lot. Like, oh, I forgot what number yeah. I was on. I know. And then I'm like, okay, if I did nine on the right, then I have to do nine on the left. And then yeah. sometimes I do more. And then I feel uneven. And, you right. know, I'm a yogi. I'm a yogi at heart. So I like to have, like, equanimity in my body. I want the same on the right and the same on the left. And basically the way that I've paired the music and the movements together, you will get that every time. Pretty much every time, I should say. Dude, sometimes really so cool. slightly off. But yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> that is it's actually really, really cool. And so you, uh, you, what got you into, so I, I know you said you had, you played like ice hockey, you played volleyball, mm-hmm. all this stuff. So you were athletic growing up. Um, but what kind of moved you into beginning to instruct like yoga and just being an instructor? Yeah. Absolutely. So I studied business marketing in college um, and I was a huge nerd, a huge bookworm and was on all these scholarships and doing all these amazing things. And um, when I was going to graduate, I was getting recruited by all of these different marketing firms like, hey, come to Dallas. Hey, come to LA. Like, hey, come to Chicago and work for us. Uh And at the time, like the agency life seemed really cool. And I was like, Oh, like, that's like the right thing to do. But I was really young. I was only 20 when I graduated college and I wasn't quite ready to like, let's say like leap from the nest. And I wanted 
to stay in Arizona. That's where I'm from with something sort of familiar. So I got an offer from a local yoga studio to become their marketing manager and their overall manager um, of the studio. So I'm like, well, that's familiar. The pay was comparable to the agency that these that they were um, that these other agencies were offering me. So I was like, well, I might as well go this route because that just seems more fun, anyways. It's yeah. in my hometown. It's a place that I know. So I went ahead and I did that. I like just went ahead and marketed for them and managed for them, and it was super fun and super uh, interesting. And while I was managing for them, they asked me to teach. They didn't ask me. I was actually forced. There was one day when one of our instructors, this is so bad. I actually kind of forgot about this until just now. Oh, here we go. One day, so bad. I'm like, I'm turned red thinking about this story. (laughs) We had like a senior citizen class. Okay. A senior citizen class. And our instructor for that class didn't show up. And there was like 30 people above the ages of 65 in that class. And I remember my boss calling me and being like, being like, Katie, you need to step in. And I was like, I don't teach yoga. I don't teach fitness. I don't know. Uh-huh. But I had been taking yoga classes at that point. Okay. And um, she's like, we'll just step in and teach whatever. Oh, <laughs> those poor people. Oh, no. I literally just taught them. I taught them probably the toughest yoga class they've <laughs> ever had because I didn't know what I was doing. I right. didn't know how to instruct, but... Um, I took drama in high school and so mm-hmm. I was like, well, improvise, right? Like this is improv. So I just improvised the whole thing. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I sort of got them through a terrible, terrible yoga class. And from there, um, my boss is just like, okay, well, can you teach this class? Can you t- teach this class? And I was just a yes woman at that point in my career. And I was like, sure, sure, sure. Okay. And then by the end of that year, I had gotten my yoga training and I started Official. I like anywhere. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and I um, was teaching anywhere from six to 15 classes a week. No joke. Wow. Like, so many. And um, I just started to really refine the classes that I was teaching, uh-huh. kind of pulling from all the instructors that I liked. Like, okay, I like the way that Christina does this. And I like the way that Alex does this. And I would piece all those things together to really formulate my own style of class. And right. soon enough, like my classes were just huge. Like nice. I'm talking averaging 45 people out of an average capacity of 45. Oh, like it dang. was, it was intense. Like my, my classes were being waitlisted and I was like, nice. what is happening? Yeah. Well, that so, was dope. That's dope. Thank you. Yeah. yeah that's really cool. And then the, a fun story. I forgot about that. This whole time were you like, were, have you always been into music? Like DJing and stuff like that has music always brought you like joy? Yes. Yeah. So, um, in high school, I actually was, I was in student council and I, I don't know how I got this job, but I was elected like official <laughs> music person. Uh, all yeah. of our pep rallies. Oh, right? there you go. All of our pep- yeah. And I would put together like the sickest playlist. At least <laughs> the I thought sickest. they were sick. They were probably so lame, but I mean, they were, I thought they were sick. Right. Um, and then all of my girlfriends, I mean, I can't tell you the amount of computers I crashed, like burning my girlfriend's LimeWire CDs. Like, oh, LimeWire. Yeah. I totally <laughs> forgot about yeah. that. Dang. Yes, yeah. And then I would like decorate the CDs and was crazy with it. And at the same time <laughs> that I started managing the yoga studio, right. I got another offer to also start like DJing weddings. And I told you, like, I was a yes woman at this point. I was like, well, that sounds like fun. I mean, I think I could do that. And so I started to DJ given like I was, all I was doing was plugging my phone into an aux cord and just selecting songs that people would like. But what I realized that I was really good doing during that time, I was really good at picking music to match the energy of whatever yes. wedding I was at. That's powerful. So, Cause you know, sometimes you're at a wedding, it is really powerful. Yeah, yeah. And I was doing the same thing in my fitness classes. I just didn't really realize it at the time. So when I was at these weddings, I would notice people like they would be ready to dance. And if people are like dancing, you do not want to stop them dancing, no, right? No, like no. if they're keep having the time of their life, keep it going. Keep yeah, playing yeah. that little John, that Usher, whatever it is, to <laughs> keep their body flowing. Like I'm not going to 
put in there like freaking I don't I don't know like Soul Sister or something. Yeah. I don't know any or of classical songs music, right? <laughs> exactly, or class like Enya. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Uh-huh. So I um, was able to figure out what music kept people moving. And then I was like, well, I really like this. So I'm going to maybe invest in a little bit more equipment. And um, DJing was a side hustle that helped me save enough money to actually move out to California because that was my goal. I was in Arizona at the time. Okay. And so when I finally moved out to California, I continued to teach fit- fitness. I continued uh, to manage studios. And I decided to invest in all of my own DJ equipment. I swear, like, I think I invested $8,000 and went like, I went all in. I like got the DJ deck. I got the software and I locked myself in a room for three months. And I actually taught myself how to beat match and mix. And so when I was doing that, pair that with my fitness, Uh I was then taking like the movements and really molding them to these DJ principles. And I don't think that I knew that I was doing that, Uh but subconsciously that's what was happening. Because when I like thought about it, you know, when people ask me, they're like, well, how do you teach? I was like, oh, you know, I match the, the, the movements to the beat of the music and I use BPMs as a, as a guide. And okay. I was like, whoa, I didn't even realize that I did that, but that's what was happening. And same thing, my classes in California started to pop off. And um, yeah, they, the average class size, again, was like over capacity. People were waitlisted. So nice. it was pretty wild. Do you, what yeah. what was the first if you if you can remember what was the first uh-huh. class that you did that you incorporated this the music with the beats and the and the movement? Who? So I would say the very first like my official class after I got my yoga training. Okay. I practiced the class like really went hard and practice, practice, practice the class, like choreographed something to the beat of the music. Got it. And um, I think that was probably the first time I ever did it, right. but it was choreographed and it was kind of rigid. Like it wasn't as flowy. It wasn't as fluid because Smooth. I literally choreographed everything. Right. And just so you know, um, the way that on beat is taught is I never choreograph anything. Like i just make a playlist and I have a general idea about what I want to do. And then I just do it. I don't Boom. ever sit there and choreograph. I just let the music guide me. And I think the first time I ever did that was I, gosh, so I had um, some, another training that I did where I auditioned to become what was called, um, was it this, the practice was called booty yoga, B-U-T-I yoga. B-U-T-I. And I, <laughs> I know it's kind of weird. It does sound, and that's where I get my booty shaking from. Yeah, yeah. But um, I went to, um, sorry, I went to, what's it called? Uh, audition to become a master trainer, which that would have then allow me to certify other people in this practice. Okay. And I really didn't think I was good enough I really did not believe that I was good enough at all. I'm like, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. I'm just, there's no way. And I went and I auditioned and I was, I, I, somebody filmed me and I didn't even know it. And I truly did not even recognize that person. Like I did, but I was like, who the hell is that? Like (sighs) just so commanding of energy, just so on the beat, like so in it. I was one of two people that went through that master training and got in it of like 44 people. There you go. It was crazy. Congrats. Thank you. That's nuts, man. I'm not with that practice anymore, but it gave me the confidence to know and understand that I was an excellent teacher. And it didn't like, at that point I was just so young that I never really like equated what I was doing to my own personal talent. Yeah. That's passion, man. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, it was. I mean, I'll have to send you the video afterwards. I look like an insane person. She's like, oh my gosh, she's crazy. crazy. Yeah, people, you can see people run in the room. Like, they're like, what is happening? Yeah, it was really a wild, out-of-body experience. That is so funny. When, uh, so when people come to your class, is it like, are they trying to, okay, so first before we jump into that real quick, um, what made you create the, the word or the, the brand on Beat Fitness? Yeah, good question. Um, man, so really I was in the car with, I knew that I had this idea. So 
Um, in the midst of all of this, I told you I moved to California. I was uh, managing more yoga studios. I actually ended up quitting managing studios and I tried my darndest to get out of the studio life okay. because there's truly not there's truly not a lot of money in it. I mean, right. and I was just at this point in my career where I'm like, I can't make forty five thousand dollars anymore. Like, I live in San yeah. Diego, California. Like, oh that no, is no, no. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm like, I need a different outlet. So I tried to get out of the fitness industry and somehow I weaseled my way into a marketing agency. And we were a really small boutique agency, but we had very large clients like any like Apple, the X games, a bunch of cannabis brands, tons of sack brands, all with okay. a valuation of like $10 million or more. Mm -hmm. And the reason that I bring this up and it's important to the story is because I was learning how these companies launched, how they branded themselves, how they like truly put together cohesive marketing campaigns and hit the market hard and how they like won over their target markets, how they had those successful launches. But I hated the job. Like it was a nine to five grind. It was awful. Like I was on my phone all the time and somehow I was finding my way back to teaching fitness still with some of the most popular classes, um, I believe in North County, San Diego at the time. Nice. So I'm like, okay, well there's exactly. I'm like, okay, I still have that going for me. And then in the midst of all that, I met my now fiance who also owns his own um, online company. And it's hilarious. Cause when I met him, I was like, I know he is, he has a successful online company. Like I need to talk to him with <laughs> no intent that we'd end up together. Wow. We did. <laughs> exactly. We did. Nice. Congrats. And I just approached him. Thank you so much. And I approached him and I said, Hey, you know, like I have this idea. Can I share it with you? And he, he recognized that passion in me because it's the same passion that he had in starting his own company. And, um, yeah, we were just brainstorming and we were putting together a bunch of missions and visions for like really what I was trying to create at the time. Yeah. Eventually I was like, well, I can't really describe it to you, but everything I do is on beat. Like everything I do is on beat. Like everything's on beat. And I was like, that's a good name. Like on beat tells what this company is uh -huh. on beat fitness. Like, I don't know. And I just liked the way that it sounded. It sounds good. Um, thank you. And I'm like, okay, wait, is on beat taken? And sure enough, I like go and look and it's not. And I was like, oh my God. Ooh, it's meant to today. be. It's meant yes, to be. Exactly. Exactly. But somebody does have the on feet fitness Instagram and I still don't know who that person oh. is. I'm trying to get it back from them, but I'm like, whatever. So <laughs> anyways, yeah, it's been, that's how I um, kind of found my way into creating a company though, because I had now I knew the fitness industry and now I have the marketing experience to fuse those two things together mm -hmm. and launch something that I thought, you know, was going to be successful and we'll still see, we're still very much in the launch startup phase, but yeah. so far it's been, it's been great and we're growing really steadily. That is awesome. One thing that I've, uh, was music. Music has always brought, um, well, first of all, whoever creates the music, it's like a release for them, right? They're, they're, yes. they're, yeah putting out whatever energy they want to expand or what, you know, rappers yep. want to say things like their, their history, their background. And that brings, yep. uh, it relates or it's similar to people's lives and, and it brings joy yep. and, and happiness or energy to people. So with that combined with fitness, have you seen a lot of people maybe come into your class like shy or maybe anxious or just like in their shell and then they leave a completely different per uh, person. Okay. This is Matt. like you are nailing something so hard mm. that like, this is the oh, reason oh. I started this. Let's go. Yeah, let's exactly. go. This is the reason that I started this company. Okay. I cannot tell you the amount of women and men that have been to my class that just leave tears like are just in they're in tears they're overcome and, and overwhelmed with this feeling of confidence or sadness or like excitement like they're feeling these very very intense emotions whether it's good or bad it's a moment in time for them to truly express how they internally feel <laughs> and that to me has always been so powerful and that's something i've experienced since 
the dawn of time since I started teaching. And I was like, what is that? I like, like a little dog, like seeing a squirrel, I'm like, what is that? I need to figure out what that <laughs> is. And so I kept chasing that and I continue to do that. So even today, when I go and teach a class, even if it's on a Zoom, which we're kind of like bound to do right now. Right. But I would get like, I, I would read the energy of like, okay, so my class today is really tired. They're lethargic. It's a mm -hmm. Monday. Like there's things that are going on that just seem deeper that are, it's like, I'm not just here to give you a good workout. And if I was here to just give you a good workout, then my class would only be at half capacity. Right. Like, these people are there because this is therapy. This is yes. therapeutic. They're allowed to come to their mat and they're allowed to like slap and scream and shake their ass and they don't yeah. care and they feel amazing <laughs> and they feel great. I'm serious because it's like this communal, like it's, it's this community that genuinely wants you to move unapologetically mm -hmm. because they're doing the exact same thing. Yep. And I've just never, like, I've never seen that in any other fitness class. And I don't mean to say that to toot my own horn. Like, that no toot energy. it girl toot it thank you so much yes <laughs> no seriously but i i um that energy that i found in those classes is something i've really tried to exude in every single class so yes. just so you're aware through on the fitness which is um an online application if you want to check it out but you can check out all of our all, like online workouts on that platform the way that i categorized it was by mood so we, we have i believe oh, six moods that's epic it's Thank you. Yeah, it's six months. So it's happy, uh, feeling down, bad bitch, rage, <laughs> throw back, and chill. So okay. those are the six moods, and we're going to add more. But so if you go into the rage category, like everything in there is like screamo, angry <laughs> rap, like exactly. Like it's, it's all like rage against the machine and disturbed and all these things. And if you go into the feeling down mood, then you're gonna get like a bunch of sad R&B. Think like a lot of Drake or a lot of like post Malone vibes. Yeah. Um, we have like workouts in there that are all for like after post breakup. Okay. We have a post breakup workout that's so good. My um, my uh, models in the background are literally like feeling it so hard. They're screaming their ex's names in the back, and I'm like, that guys, is... cut that out. <laughs> cut it out. Your, don't call out your ex in this video. Oh, That's sorry. Funny. So it's so funny. So everything was based on mood in my classes and on the app and all that because music elicits a feeling, right? Yes. It elicits yes. a feeling in the moment. If you're feeling sad and you don't want to feel happy, then you're not going to put on Little John. Like right. you're not going to put on Ariana Grande. Well, maybe you put on Ariana, whatever. <laughs> but whatever floats your boat. But usually you're going to lean more into your emotions. And yes. in fitness, we're not usually allowed to do that. It's like, no. okay, like come to your, come to the fitness class and like, let me kick your ass. It's like, well, what if I like just want to lay here the whole time and like vibe out and be sad? Like yeah. when do we ever hold space for those feelings? And oftentimes we don't. And that's really why I created On Beat Fitness. That's truly the heart of it. Yes, we match music to movement. That's really cool. And there is like some, some um, you know, more like strategic things that go into that. But right. truly at the heart at what I, of what I do is that. It's leaning into these moods. It's moving how you want to and figuring out how you feel and knowing why you feel that way and knowing that that's okay. And then also building confidence in the process because I think so often in our society today, we often shove our feelings underneath the surface. I know mm -hmm. I do that all the time and yeah. that, that sucks. That's only going to build and harbor all this like crap, right? That you have to sift through later. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's exactly it. So I'm really glad that you touched on that. Oh dear. Absolutely. Cause Katie, everything you're doing with fitness and, and on beat is like, it's so good. And, uh, the the music it's crazy because with music you you just know like it's just people like these artists because of yeah. some sort of reason but music has always been there to party to to hang out yeah. you know people that yeah. are that are going through hard times they go to the room they blast music like there's you know you feel yeah. you're rolling down the street in your nice new car you're gonna blast music why because it's it's yeah. a feeling so whenever you are combining that with fitness which is to me, I feel like both of these things are just exploding endorphins. Like that yeah. is such a drug overdose of something that your body naturally gives you that everyone should have. Yes. Yes, exactly. I, the one way that people have described my classes, it's like 
going to the club, right? <laughs> it's like going to the club, which sounds ridiculous. There's no there's alcohol. Sober club. There's literally yeah, no there you alcohol. Go. There's no drugs. There's just like this crazy rush of endorphins that happen. Yeah. And you know, I, I don't, I haven't really taught too many of like the slower flows, but when I do, when I do, and when I lean into like maybe those sadder emotions, that's also incredibly powerful. That's why I think like towards the end of my classes, I always kind of close with something that's a little more down tempo and allows for people to be a little bit more vulnerable. So, you know, I play the Trevor Hall and I play the Kupla and I play like all the alternative music that I, that I can and that I, that I feel truly moves me in hopes that it's going to move and touch somebody in the same way, in the same capacity. So yeah, exactly right. Like music makes us feel a type of way. I mean, I know that, um, one of my favorite artists in the moment, and I mean, he's, he's, amazing for many reasons and i don't really like his party music so much but like all of his emotional stuff is great is post malone like if you listen to that song i fall apart like you can hear it in his voice he is struggling like he was feeling the emotions and it's gnarly it's a gnarly song to listen to because you're like oh my god you feel the passion come through and i am the strong i'm a yogi so I'm a strong believer in energy, right? Like if he was feeling these sad, intense emotions in making that song, then you're going to hear that. You're going to hear that in the end product. Yes. And if you're working out to that, you should also feel that in your body, right? Like maybe you're yes. exhausted at the end of the class. Maybe you're like tired. Maybe you're, you know, again, like matching the energy to the music. Like that's, that's what you, everybody should do. Like I'm like, Everybody needs this in their life, you know. Like yeah. everybody should live this way. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like you found uh, whenever like uh, medical professionals they find a cure or something, right? And it, it cures yeah. something, just like how we've been curing diseases uh, since they've been coming, you know. Uh, and and yeah. and they find it and they want to share it to everyone because obviously it's going to help people. Um, whenever yeah. you have found something like yourself uh, within combining music and movement. Um, and, and moving because of the music, not just dancing, but for a specific purpose. Um, yeah. and, and it's opening avenues, it's opening doors. Like, just like you said, it's therapeutic. And that is something that the world needs. It's something that is therapeutic because fitness, yeah. people go into because they hate how they feel. They hate how yeah. they look. Someone said, hey, you're fat. Or someone said something stupid to somebody that really hurts yeah. someone. And now they're oh, in yeah. the gym damaging the st- themselves instead of just, having fun and bringing out the energy and then the bonuses of losing the weight or, or getting yeah. a nice body or nice butt or whatever it is, you know? That is so, I'm so happy that you brought that up because I often find with fitness, especially, you know, people will look at, let's say my body, for example, okay. and they're like, oh my God, I don't look like her. I'll never look like her. She's so fit or whatever. She's so skinny or whatever it is. Right. And I'm like, I didn't used to look like this either. Uh-huh. I didn't used to look like this. And the goal was never, hey, I want to get like abs or hey, I want to like tone up my arms. That was never the goal. I fell in love with fitness. I fell in love with the, the way that it made me feel, the way that like my body felt. Like I was like, oh my God, I'm capable of doing all these things. Like yeah. I just told you, remember I, I t- said that like in that video, in my audition, I <laughs> blacked out. I was like, who is that person? Blacked out. And that's kind of how I feel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how I feel when I work out too, is I'm like, oh my gosh, I just did, you know, cause I let the, um, the song count for me too. I'm like, whoa, I just did burpees for two and a half minutes because I just let the song move me for two and See? a half minutes. That's crazy. And I'm like, whoa, it is this therapy. And it's it's not, if your end goal is to look better or if your end goal, I mean, which most people will want, but if yeah. your end goal is to like get skinnier, right? And you're punishing yourself day in and day out at the gym. Like even if you reach that goal, you're not going to be happy. Like you are not going to be happy. You need to fall in love with like the process of it. You Mm -hmm. need to know that it's a process Mm -hmm. and you need to do whatever it takes to genuinely find something that works for you. Like maybe my format doesn't work for everybody. Maybe like you're more into CrossFit, like, but that's okay. Or maybe you're into like yoga, just find whatever works for you and do that because it's not the same for everybody. Like I know a bunch of women who just, lift just to lift 
and because they want to get those Instagram booties. And I'm like, seriously, if you, if you do that, you're not going to be happy. Like you're not going to be happy. Even if the result yields a bigger, fatter booty, Uh, you still are going to have some internal stuff you have to work on. And that needs to come first and foremost. Absolutely. And, and, and I've, I've experienced it like myself, you know, I've gotten to the point to where I've dieted and trained so hard that I've gotten to like 8% body fat and my, and I looked, I looked great. You know, like when I looked in the mirror, people would see me and like, dude, you're shredded, bro. Like you should go compete. And, and to me still, I was like, you know, I don't like how I look. This could be bigger. This could be more defined. And, and that moment, you know, I'm thinking to myself, like, dude, I'm, I'm not even I'm not even enjoying time going out to eat yeah. with my family because of what I'm so nervous of whenever I ingest something that I think yeah. that is going to destroy my progress, you know? Yeah. And then, then, then you start going into my training was more like physical damage. I wanted to hurt myself to the point yeah. to where I felt better, but then it changed to like, Hey, I'm doing fitness because I love it. It's therapeutic and it helps me feel and look better. But I do it because I like those endorphins. I want to be healthy. I want to grow up to be 90 years old and and play with my grandkids. You know, like I want, that's what I want in life. So that mindset shift is huge. Huge. It's like the number one thing you can do for yourself. And yeah, like if you're, if you're taking away time, by like you're at your, your family dinner and you're just like sitting there, you know, counting calories and you're like, Hey, don't (laughs) talk to me, grandma. Like what that, that there's nothing that's not going to get you a day further. That's not going to, you know, up a level you in some way. Like you're actually missing out on these genuine moments that actually matter. And so I'm really glad that you discovered that for yourself and it's hard. And I, you know, especially being on social media, like I, I still struggle with that. I still struggle because I know that I have a very athletic build, right? And I'll see these other women that have very skinny builds with the Hmm. big boobs and the big butt. And I just don't look like that, but I'm like, I'm not really supposed to look like that. Like this is the body that I was given and it's Mm -hmm. capable of so much, not, not eat. And at the same time, not downplaying those other women or those other bodies, like knowing that they are equally as strong and equally as beautiful and equally as just amazing and genuine and all those things. But it's like, how do we live in this body Mm -hmm. and how do we like, really pay our respect for like this amazing thing that we've been given called a life you know like how can we lean into that so absolutely that's crazy and those are huge points man so one thing i wanted to ask you too is by looking at you and and um and and you know talking to you right now and obviously watching your instagram and watching you teach the classes or show like a nice little clip of some sort of video that you do of the class you seem so high energy, positive, happy, smiley. Have you always been like that? Or was, was there something that you, did you grow up an introvert or were you always shy, embarrassed? And then something happened or, you know, I don't really know. I would, I would say that I was always weird. Like I was always just (laughs) a strange, like, you know how people talk about horse girls, like horse girls. I was a horse girl. Like (laughs) when I was in elementary school, I was a horse girl. Like I would ride horses and like compete in horses. And then, you know, like I said, I played ice hockey and volleyball and basketball and like all these random things. And, um, you know, I wasn't a brainiac when I was in high school and I was kind of a rebel of my, especially I'm one of four kids and I was like, for sure the black sheep of my family. <laughs> you know, I like found partying pretty early on. I think I started partying when I was like 14, 15. Uh-huh. And I got myself into a lot of trouble before the age of 16. Right. And um, I don't know that this is like where my extrovertedness now comes from. Okay. But um, when I was 16, I found myself like cheating and, you know, drinking and yeah. uh, cheating on school, I should say, yeah. and drinking. And um, I got caught cheating on the exam in high school. And I remember the instructor told me that I would never become anything. She was like, you are never going to be anything. If you just and cheating. I like hated high school so much that I was uh-huh. like, oh, really? Like, I'm going to show you. So then I started just getting straight A's. Uh-huh. I graduated early. So I graduated um, high school when I was 16. Okay. I got accepted into an honors program. And there then I go. like got school paid for. And I think through that, I learned that if I put my mind to it, I was capable of anything, right? Yep. And teaching makes you extroverted too. Like teaching uh, fitness makes you super extroverted. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, you have to be. Like have you to. have to be. Yep. And so I think I, in the midst of 
you know, finding that I was capable of just doing things and putting my mind when I put my mind to them, as well as like the fitness instruction, instruction and the DJing, by the way, because when you DJ, you also have to be pretty extroverted. You have to be like, now announcing Mr. and Mrs. You know, <laughs> I had to do that. I had wicked, to do wicked. that. Is, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that made me very extroverted, but I would say that I have always felt this positivity in me. And I know okay. that people are drawn to that. Right. Yep, and yep. I've never understood that. I, I've, I've had that since I was a little girl. Um, and that You're sounds, gifted. it sounds, thank you. It sounds like some sort of degree of ego, egocentricism, but I don't, I don't think that that's right. I think that there are definitely some people that when you're around them, they make you happier, yes. right? There's yep. friends in your life that you're like, Oh, I need to go and hang out with John because he's just like, got this positive vibe and he always yeah. gives me positive. And I've, I have always tried to exude that, but I've also never tried it all. Right. Like I'm, okay. I'm also like, Oh, okay. Like I've, you know, I've found myself surrounding myself. I've just surrounded myself with really positive people. Mm. And therefore I'm also a pretty positive person. Yeah. And knowing now that people are drawn to me for whatever reason, I'm like, Whoa, I have a responsibility here. Right. Yeah. So like if you and I are going to talk, it doesn't matter what's going on in my life. Like it's you and I, it's you and I in this yep. moment and we're chatting and like, we're like vibing high. Right. Yeah, like, dude. That just is what it is. Like, yeah. I feel so good. So good. So much energy in this conversation. And that just truly comes from a genuine place. And I know that people will feel that. Um, and I know that if I always put my best foot forward, that I can always say like, Hey, I tried, I tried my absolute best. Right. Yeah. And I think that positivity is just like, you can't, you literally money can't buy you that. Like nope. it's something you either have or it's something you can't, you can try to achieve. But yes, yeah, so, no, very true. Yeah. And that's, that's cool. I like that you, that you mentioned all that with, uh, it's funny cause growing up, I've always been uh, very shy, very shy, yeah. low confidence, self-esteem. Um, but I've always been, when people would get around me, they would feel like excited, like uh, happy or some sort of positivity. Right. Um, yeah. And, and when I started to grow older and older, I've always been kind of like an outlet to help people. Like people would vent to me and, and now I would help them, right? Yeah. Make them feel better. And then, um, and yeah. then not, then you grow older and older and older. And then I started doing fitness stuff, joined the army, forced me to be pushed to be an extrovert and to be out of my shell. And then now it's like, yeah. I'm pure positivity. And people always ask me like, dude, are you ever sad or mad? Like ever, you know? And it's like, well, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm a person. I'm a human being. But yeah. um, when it comes down to it, uh, health and, and fitness is my passion. I love it. And I love when people care for themselves enough to take care of themselves. And when that happens, then yeah. I'm just so like, I get so energized, you know? So when I talk to you and you have this passion, it's like you are high energy. I feel like I'm always high energy. So like we were both here. It's like a volcano yeah. of just energy. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yep. Which I'm like, I'm, we got to teach a class. Like I got to oh, come dude. to Texas and we got to teach a class together. We we'll go off. It'd be overload. Dude, it'd be sure. too much. It'd be so much fun. I love it. Oh, no, dang. but yeah, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. And it's cool because in fitness, it's like, even if you get somebody that's brand spanking new, never taken a fitness class ever, you see that light in them and you're like, oh my gosh, like that person just wants to feel better about themselves period yeah. and that's yep. enough like that's enough of a, like a glimpse into that person to know that you're going to vibe with that person like yes. that person is at point a and they want to get to point b and we're all there like we're all trying to up level ourselves like that's what i'm most attracted to i'm most attracted to people that just continually want to grow and be better period like that's why i don't surround myself with friends who are stagnant that's why i don't really entertain people who want to like bring you down like I, you mm. won't find that in my life right? right because for the most part people do want to change for the better or they yeah. want to up level themselves in some mm. way and that generally is a pretty positive thing so you're just going to get more happiness out of that and more positivity and light and love and mm. i think that's so cool so i'm really yeah. glad that you experienced that too yeah yeah thanks and then and then for um for anyone out there right now that could be suffering with uh it's just a negative day-to-day -day life um, yeah. 
and and feels like the people around them are toxic but they want to change they they feel like you know this i just don't this is not me like i need to find something but then they feel like they're scared to do so what what kind of yeah. words of advice would you say from someone with so much energy and sh- and showing up to classes and giving out energy and still having energy after that what kind of words of advice would you give to someone right now that is kind of suffering with uh, maybe some just negativity day-to-day life yeah well i believe that confidence radiates from within so if there are some negative people negative things in your life like change your situation change yes. who you surround yourself with yes. change your career like things that don't make you happy they're very likely like the people around you are far less likely to change right <laughs> you have the ability to change like you can decide that and this sounds really harsh but the day that you decide that you are not a victim is the day that you start winning uh-huh. right like if there are if you can just make sure that you're not like oh woe is me my life is so hard right yeah. and change your and shift your perspective by like oh my gosh look at all these opportunities that i have yes. around me like what can i go and chase go and do that get rid of the negative stuff and start focusing all that energy and everything positive and it's freaking hard like it's it's hard, but the more that you do that, the more confidence you'll build in the process. And I'm still very much in the process of doing that myself. But yeah, that's my probably my number one advice is, you know, try to not play victim, really see the opportunities and, and things and see the light in yourself and also learn what you're passionate, passionate about. Yes. Like if you are in a nine to five job where you hate life day in and day out, like then you need to start just exploring, do hobbies and roll in classes. Like do something else. Like mm-hmm. we have the internet and the internet is a freaking superpower. Like yes. it is a superpower. You can find things that you love. You can podcast, you can post videos on Instagram and YouTube, and you can do all these other things. And even if you don't like the internet, like get rooted in your community, go and find things outside and nature that make you happy. And yeah. yeah, just truly chase the things that light up your soul because when you find something that makes you happy it's pretty much instant like i know for a fact <laughs> i look at a puppy and i'm like that puppy makes me really happy yeah right? like, yeah that is a that that is a real feeling and that's true of like fitness for at least you and i mm. that's true for artists if they find the right medium or if like somebody really likes cars and they like working on cars like all they need to do is explore what they might be passionate about and then mm-hmm. find that and just chase that down. So chase yeah. it down, just chase it down, chase it down. Exactly. Jeez. Down. That's perfect. That's such a great, I, there's no other way you could have said that. That's perfect. And, um, and, and people, I feel like we, I've spent a lot of time of my life, you know, playing victim and, and, and being yeah. sad first or mad at things that, I had no reason to be mad or sad about because it's yeah. over and I, I'm in control of my reaction. So, you yeah. know, and, and by, you know, and I'm 25 right now. So it literally took yeah. me until I was 22, 22, 23 to finally realize that I can react the way I want to react because I'm the one that's in charge. So like, and I'm still learning to, to get that stronger and stronger and stronger as my days go by, you yeah. know? So, and that's very important. Everything you said was like spot on. Thank you. Yeah. And you know, I think that there's still days that I play victim for myself and I still feel sorry for myself. And I think that those are very natural emotions, but it's getting caught in the rut of forever thinking that way. And I cannot remember, gosh, I can't remember for the life of me who said this quote and I know I'm going to butcher it. So bear with me, (laughs) but essentially the quote is, gosh, I'll find this out and I'll send it to you. But the quote is, if um, somebody less qualified is is living out your dream somebody that is less qualified than you is already living out your dream why because they had the confidence to do it yes right that's so true and i'm like oh my god i think about that's crazy "Ah, i gotta push harder yeah i gotta push harder and i'm like i gotta keep chasing and keep keep going right Uh and uh yeah so if you feel those emotions that's okay just don't let yourself get caught in them don't let yourself fall into the rut and yeah you and i are about the same age and so like big figuring it out still is hard and i think that we probably forever will try to like fight feeling like you know being the victim Um, but the more that we can just at least know ourselves and know what triggers us the more we can combat those feelings 
Okay. Dang, that's yeah. spot on. That's spot on, spot on, girl. It's been so awesome talking to you right now. And everyone listening hopefully has grabbed some all like this energy that's popping off right now. <laughs> like hope someone's just like ready to just catch him, you know, uh, and put it, put it in a little basket, you know, and just label it. Hey, this is you know, my, my energy from this podcast. But um, so, so awesome. I, I, I'm extremely blessed to have you on the show to give, you know, uh, value and absolutely and your self experience and all the amazing things that you've done. But for everyone listening right now, currently and in the future, if someone wants to get, uh, you know, nice and fit, have fun with you on on beat or just find you and say, thank you. Um, where's like the best place for someone to reach out to you? Yeah, absolutely. So check out our website. It's www.onbeatfitness.com and you can find on beat on Instagram. It's O N B E A T F I T on beat fit because the Instagram on beat fitness is taken. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we had to compromise. And then my personal, if you want to hit me up is at Yogi. Yo, oh, I almost said yo. Why? O G I period <laughs> I S H Yogi period ish at Yogi ish. So yeah, come hang out with me, you guys. Check me out. Send me a DM, and I'd be happy to connect. And Matt, thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. Yeah, this is my first podcast ever, you guys, and <laughs> it was really fun. I loved it. Yeah, well, yeah, you did. Obviously, great. you did great. So because uh, you teach all these classes, so absolutely, you got the oh, high thanks. energy. So you're easy to, to talk to and easy to to come up here and be, you know, vulnerable. Thanks or or share that. your story yeah absolutely um and and i i wish i hope on beat fitness grows and grows and grows because that can help thank a lot you. of people big time um thank you so much yeah absolutely so everyone listening right now if you've grabbed any sort of value from katie and, and her experiences and talking about on beat fitness um or you know someone right now that could use some help or use some positivity today all we ask is simply share this episode to your instagram story send it to your best friend your gym buddy your mom your dad your neighbor someone because the more people we can get to listen into these episodes, the more lives that we can all change together. But ladies and gentlemen, you just listened to another episode on the Train Hard Live Sean podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, and uh, guest speaker, Katie, owner of On Beat Fitness. And as usual, y'all, get out there, train hard. And live strong. Yeah. All right, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> all right, bye. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.